Hello and welcome to the Culture Podcast. I just want to give a really huge warm welcome to every boss babe out there who is listening to this podcast and is excited to hear what I have to share with you. Um, My name is Tara Herber. I'm the creator and owner of Tara McKay Extensions. You may have found this podcast from following me on there or maybe you follow me on my personal Instagram account or maybe a friend told you about this episode, which would be awesome. Glad to hear the news is spreading. Tell your friends so that this podcast just becomes like a wildfire for everyone. But I'm so excited to get into all of these topics of discussion that I've really wanted to talk about for a long time, but it's difficult, I think, on... Instagram to talk about these other topics because my Instagram page really right now is for my hair extensions and for extension and business training. So we don't really get to talk about the more juicy topics, which you're probably wondering what juicy topics do we have to talk about? But there's so much. But this podcast episode, I just wanted it to be an introduction to really me and so you can get to know me better and then we can go lead that into how I started my business and really how I can help you just become the boss babe you've always dreamed of being. Um, This is especially for hairstylists because that is what I do. I'm a hairstylist and I've been doing hair for five years now I am from the beautiful Caucasian haven of Salt Lake City, Utah. I, you're probably wondering, Caucasian haven? Yes, you can't see me right now, but I am an African-American woman. So growing up in Salt Lake City, Utah, um, that's why it's, I would consider it a Caucasian haven. So hopefully nobody takes offense to that, but... Yes, I grew up there. I was adopted at the age of like two weeks old, just a baby. And so I was raised in Salt Lake City, Utah. I love it. That is my home. I no longer live there at the moment. I live in Pocatello, Idaho, which I also have been coming to love. But I was raised in Utah. And so that is just where I come from. Um, Growing up, I didn't really have, um, I didn't even actually know that I was a different skin color than everyone else around me. I mean, my family is pretty diverse. I have four siblings that were adopted and four that my parents, my biological, my parents' biological children that my mom gave birth to. And so we have a pretty unique family. My brother was, is Asian and I have another brother that's black and some of my siblings are redheads. So there's just like a whole mix of different people in our family. And so I didn't know that I, I don't know really when I decided that I wanted to be a hairstylist. Um, I know all growing up that 
hair was always a huge, huge, huge thing for me. Um, hair has always, uh, I guess, just been a huge part of my life. It's affected my life a lot. It's caused a lot of insecurities. It's caused a lot of confidence. Like, hair has just been so important to me. And so you can imagine what it was like as I said, growing up in the Caucasian haven of Salt Lake City, Utah, and having to deal with the difficulties that came with people not understanding my hair. But I was really lucky because my mom, she really, really took care of my hair while I was growing up. And then she always was finding good hairstylists to help me with my hair. Um, It was difficult to finally find the hairstylist that I have gone to previously for how long? Like 12 to 15 years I've gone to get my hair done by um, a hairstylist in South Jordan, Utah. And so I... I, it was a journey, I think, to find him and to be able to get my hair done the way that I always wanted it to be done. And so really, as I grew up, I I did not have that much confidence in myself. I It sounds so crazy because I know that like, I know that I'm not an ugly person and I'm not saying that to be vain or rude but I I was different right I was different in the area that I grew up and so I was always so so grateful for this hairstylist for making me feel confident and um showing me what a blessing my hair was even though that it was so different he really made me uh, fall in love with my hair and learn to love myself through all the differences. And I just have always, always looked up to him and really, really admired his mentorship and um, friendship, honestly. And so I decided that I was going to go to hair school. And so I went to hair school and quickly finished 10 months. I was in and out because it was the worst. And if you're a hairstylist, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I, unless you loved hair school, I do know there's some stylists out there who are of a different species who loved hair school. I was not one of those. I hated hair school. It was such a long experience, but I was so happy to get out and be able to, after um, I graduated to be an assistant and work uh, for this hairstylist who I've always just admired all growing up and assist him and work in his salon. And it was the most incredible year and a half of my life. I just learned so much. And I think the more you know about 
where you come from and your hair and how to do certain things and learn about like your body and just how you are. Like it gives you so much confidence. And so I really, when I started Tara McKay extensions after I had been working in a studio salon that I've been renting and I really enjoyed it, but I've always had a problem with how long my extensions would last. So I've been wearing hair extensions since the age of 12 years old, and I'm now 25 today. Woo! Happy birthday to me. Um, Yes, recording this on my 25th birthday. So crazy. Probably old to some, young to others, but I decided to start this hair extension company because I've been wearing hair extensions for so long and I was so tired of replacing my hair extensions. Like for those of you who wear hair extensions or do hair extensions, you know how expensive the hair is. And if you follow Tara McKay extensions, you obviously see how expensive the hair can be. And so I was paying for new hair like every three to four, every three to four times a year. So three to four times a year, I was getting new hair and not at wholesale price, like paying full price for hair because it would just go bad so often. And it was driving me crazy. And I got married to my husband, which bless his heart. Um, he is half black, half white. So he understands the struggle a little bit, but I don't think he understood the financial struggle of black hair. Um, black hair, like we spend a lot of money in our, on our hair. African-Americans spend the most on beauty products out of any other race in America. Um, Yeah. So even though African-Americans only make up 14% of the population in America, they make 85% of all beauty salon sales. So, whoa. Yeah. Spending a lot of money at the salon and getting our hair done um, because our hair is, it needs to be done. Like I would say that I put my hair above all else, above food, above my house. Like I was sleep out of my car to get my hair done. Yes, I would, because that is how important my hair is. Like nothing else, like besides my husband and my child, like my child, not even my husband, actually, let's get real here for a second. My child is probably the only thing I put above my hair. That's how important. And I know that if you talk to a lot of African-American women, they would probably say the same thing. Like our hair is so important to us. And so you can imagine how he felt when he realized the expense of my hair and having to pay for this. He was blown away. And my dad, actually, when we got married, my dad said, good luck with her hair. Now it's on you. And that was after like, I had just spent, my dad had just paid for my hair and it was like probably close to a thousand, like 
$1,200, you know, so 1,200 bucks for my hair for my wedding. So he was like probably happy to get me out of the house and be done with my hair. So he, yeah, so he, when we got married, we just could not afford to keep paying for hair like this. And so that's when it started my search to find higher quality hair. And I did find companies that did have a lot higher quality hair, but I also like, this was the same struggle that a lot of my clients were going through too. Like they're always wanting better hair because we just want it to last longer. So my, finally, I just was like, I'm going to find my own manufacturer and start. And at least I started off just providing it for my clients who I did their hair so that they could have better hair. And after I was like, man, like people really need this. People need to stop spending so much money on hair and really getting ripped off because they have to buy new hair so often because the quality is just not as good as what they have claimed it to be. And so this started my research into how, what is good quality hair extensions and testing out so many different manufacturers and then eventually starting my hair extension line. And that is Terra extensions that you can find on Instagram or you can go to terramckay.com to see for yourself. But yes, so now I started that business and I've kind of stepped away from the chair just to work full-time on this hair extension business because we're also getting into education. So I was very passionate about not spending more money than you need to on hair extensions, but of course, still looking good. I like my hair extensions to last for a year or more. I don't want to be buying new hair extensions more than one time a year. And so that is the goal with my hair extension company. Know that if you take the steps that we tell you, then that I guess is provided, then know that your hair extensions are going to last a year or longer with proper care. And so another passion of mine is really education because that was something that I think I was a little disappointed in when going to beauty school was the lack of education for black hair care and just curly hair in general and everything basically the the few things i did learn in school about curly hair or ethnic hair um were really completely wrong <laughs> like literally i went to work for um for my former hairstylist boss mentor and basically everything he's like yeah like do the exact opposite of this that they told you and so now that's more my passion is to create uh help to create multicultural extension specialists that's really my field I guess of expertise I love love extensions um I love the confidence it can give you I love just everything about extensions. And so that's when after creating this extension company, I decided that I really wanted to get into education because I think uh, it's 2019, right? 
And I don't know if that even means anything. I know we always are like, it's 2019, like this shouldn't be happening. But I do think that we have come a long way. And I think that there should be more education for ethnic hair in the beauty schools in general. I don't think that you should have to go do a whole year and a half like apprenticeship or in assisting to learn ethnic hair. I think that it should be in schools. And so that's really my goal. I'm, I love being a multicultural stylist. I love being able to take whoever walks into my door. Um, I think there, that it's made me a stronger stylist. Um, I definitely don't think that I'm the best out there. There's so many people who are so incredible, who, are so much better than me at hair, so much better than me. But I'm grateful to learn from those people and hopefully we can learn from each other because I think it's so important that in the beauty industry, um, there's a lot of different ideas of what beauty is. And to me, honestly, I think anyone can be beautiful with the right attitude, I think that really confidence is the biggest, biggest, biggest indicator of true beauty. And I think that it would be so awesome. Like, honestly, I'll share with you guys my dream. My dream would to be, (laughs) would, my dream would be that nobody has there's no multicultural extension specialist. There's no curly hair specialist, ethnic hair specialist. I just wish everybody knew how to do all different types of hair because there's so much power behind um, showing somebody else their power. And for me, that has been incredible to show people how incredible they are and their hair is even people with super thin hair who are like I hate my hair like there's something beautiful about your hair it's easy to do it's quick it lays usually where you want it and thick hair is great it's thick and you never have to learn worry about it being thin it's full like there's always something beautiful even about the things that you think are not your best quality and so I think that's why I have this dream of seeing so many hairstylists no matter what race what background you come from just doing hair and I think that that's just my huge emphasis is like just do hair just learn how to do hair And so it's been an exciting journey and I'm excited to start my education, which will be so awesome to have any of you stylists out there who want to join. I'll include that in the show notes, but yes, that is just a little bit about me. Um, This episode is recorded on the Anchor app, so you can leave me a voice message and 
you can tell me what else you'd like to talk about, any questions you might have. And of course, you can always find me over on Instagram at Tara McKay Extensions for my business page or at Tara McKay. You can always DM me. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to hear your thoughts. And we can start having these conversations to bring the beauty industry more together. And I mean more together as in people of all different shapes, sizes, colors, uh, hair type, just doing hair and really defining beauty for ourselves. Um, There's so much power in, I think, womanhood and in hair. Hair is such a powerful thing to me. And so I hope that this podcast will help you find your power and to own who you are and be proud of your flaws and of your strengths. And hopefully you can spread some light to others. And hopefully this podcast will also give you a great perspective into the different um cultures and perspectives of hair so that you won't be afraid to dive all the way in to just doing what you want. I think the biggest thing I've seen is, of course, we all have fear, but I hope that you would never fear, um, that you wouldn't hide your talents because I think that doing, being able to do black hair, ethnic hair, it's not just for black people, just like how doing a Caucasian hair is not just for white people. Like it doesn't matter. My hairstylist all growing up was a straight white male. And I cannot tell you, um, how many times I'd get a phone call and whether it'd be somebody this was for at his salon and it'd be somebody who is like, oh, I don't want to go to a male stylist or I don't want to go to a white stylist. But I hope that we can get past those facts and just go to somebody who just knows how to do hair, just knows how to work with your hair and make you feel confident and beautiful. And thank you so much. If you've listened this far, thank you for listening to all my ramblings. I promise it all won't just be rambles on and on and on. And we'll get into more stuff. But of course, like I said, leave me a message. I want to get to know you. I want to talk to you. And yes, there will be more episodes to come. And let me know what you want to hear and what we want to talk about. We'll get more into business and hair and all the good stuff of being a single mom and balancing life, a working mom and balancing life, a married mom and balancing life. I say moms because I'm a mother. So of course, women who are mothers is who I connect with. And so we're all just trying to find our way. But thank you again for listening to this episode and we'll talk to you next week.